My guest today is Allegra Frank. She's here to talk about her cooperative review of Super Mario Odyssey. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Allegra, welcome back to the program. Hi, Justin. Thank you. What an honor and pleasure it is to have the, you here. The pleasure is mine, as always. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, everybody's favorite plumber is back for another... Just he can't rest, you know? <laughs> well, actually, Justin, he's not a plumber anymore. I don't know if you saw that. Stop it, everybody. He's a plumber. Like he's, he's a plumber as much as he has ever was a plumber. You know what I mean? Like that's true. He's I I'm not a plumber, but like I'll mess up some pipes from time to time in my home. Like as much <laughs> a plumber as Mario anyway. That's my goat. It's a plumber. Stop it. Um, uh, I got a lot of questions about this from uh, listeners. A lot of people were really interested in this game, but uh, I want to ask you some of my own first. Uh, the first is this: you're talking about um, uh, you're talking about a game with Phil in, co in collaboration with Phil, and, and this review is sort of formatted like a a conversation specifically um I'm, I'm curious how the process of that you settled on and and the division of labor there how did you how did you sort of handle that um yeah so i've actually done a collaborative review with phil before uh so i we sort of worked out the process earlier we did pokemon go together so it, it really is just sort of like a conversation on the page um because he works in minnesota i'm in new york so we're not really able to talk it out um so he'll just sort of take the lead on the intro and sort of guide the conversation um so generally he'll you know write an intro write his piece on what he thinks and then ask some sort of question or leave it open-ended for me to respond to and we'll talk a little bit about it um, on Slack sort of to clarify, okay, we're going in this direction. But really, it's it came out as it looks on the website. It really was just sort of us going back and forth on like a Google Doc. When I write a review, uh, I'll spend a, a, the, the vast majority of the writing of it happens in my head. You know, I'm thinking about points I want to make and sort of solidifying those before I actually put metaphorical pen to paper. Um, do you? Do you find that doing a review in this style ever sort of shapes your own uh, opinions or does it do you find that you sort of feel exactly the same going in as as you do by the final product? Uh, so I definitely do the same thing that you do is I while I'm playing, I automatically like start writing a, a hook or a conclusion. I just start, you know, thinking in my head what. I want to say about it and how I'm going to say that. But when I'm having a conversation, just as when I have a conversation in real life, um, as opposed to fake virtual life, I, um, 
can be swayed. Like I, I often end up having like debates or arguments. So just as someone makes a point on paper that maybe will change how I feel, uh, that happens in these two person reviews. So Phil will maybe argue for something that I didn't think about as much, or maybe didn't like as much. And the way he sells it to me on, uh, in the, the document in our conversation, I'm able to sort of see his side and that will end up changing my opinion a little bit, which is really interesting. Uh, what sort of Mario baggage are you bringing to the to the table with this? Are you a, a diehard Mario fan? What's your what's your sort of uh, like I said your your baggage? Yeah, so I I would say my favorite Mario games are Super Mario Galaxy, which is great, but also. Mario Tennis on the Nintendo 64. Uh, so I kind of grew up playing like the spin-offs, which was kind of interesting. Like that was my entry point. I played a lot of Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, Mario Party. It took me a long time to actually want to even try, you know, a classic Mario game. So as I said in the review, like I'm used to Mario wearing a bunch of different hats metaphorically, haha. And I'm kind of used to seeing him in a bunch of different um you know, locations and trying different things. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of actually like a weird newcomer to the whole platform genre that Mario comes from. I definitely like platformers, but I've only played a few of the Mario ones, even though I've played a ton of Mario games. Something that I've struggled with, and it, and it brings me no sort of pride to admit this, but I, I wanted to get, get it out in the open. Um, it is hard to find these days a game where progression, in quotes, is not a a large aspect of it. At least in the games that I find myself playing a lot, um, uh, almost every game has some sort of inbuilt role-playing system where you're getting better, you're getting more powerful, you're getting uh, something, you know, you're collecting more items, you're collecting more Pokemon, you're, you know, building a stable of those, you, you know, there, there's a sense of progression. And for me, I, I, I have weirdly found myself like not super incentivized to play more Mario. Like I enjoy my time with it, but I don't find myself sort of like hooked um, and I think it is because of that, because that that uh, like you could hunt down a bunch of moons in an individual level. But at the end, I don't feel any sort of like stronger or like I've accomplished more necessarily. Um, is that something you've thought about at all? Am I a broken person? Um, because Like have modern games sort of like destroyed me or is there something I'm I'm missing? Um, I think like I play a lot of RPGs where progression is like, as you were saying, it's such a bit, it's so incentivized and that is easily like the motivation. And there's so many different ways to upgrade and progress. And obviously Mario doesn't have those in the same way. Like, it's not like there's levels you can expand or, you know, like Mario doesn't get stronger, but something that I think is really awesome and unique about platformers and games like Mario is that you, you do get better. Like it's more about you and you learning the, the ropes and learning the puzzles and the different tricks that the game throws at you and using those to then, you know, go try new things or meet new people or find new moons. Um, I think the moon system, the fact that there's so many of them and they're so well hidden, I actually do find that 
pretty enticing to go back into the game. But I do definitely see the side of it of like you're not going to ever like hit a new game plus where Mario has all of his fully upgraded weapons and you run through the story again. It's really more about exploring these worlds like to every nook and cranny and kind of just enjoying how charming they are. It's really just about the feel. See, the completionist hook is something that like that can work for me sometimes, too, if the idea is like I'm going to get all these and I'll feel a sense of completion from that. But as I understand it, you can't even do that your first time through. Uh, yeah, like you, you have to beat the game before you can even get all of the moons. There are certain moons where, um, you literally cannot access them until the game, like you beat it once. So yeah, as a completion, a very good job of like communicating that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like I was watching our, our guides editors try and, you know, get all the moons so they could write the guide to get all the moons. And then they found out, oh, wait. There's actually a bunch of these moons we literally can't get until we beat the game, and we wouldn't have known that had like someone who had beaten the game already told us. How do which you is get a nuts. sense when you're playing of like when it's time to move on? I definitely found myself like I lingered, I think, looking for moons in New Donk City because I just really liked the environment. How how long do you find yourself sort of sticking around? I do the same thing. If I really like the kingdom, I want to just see all of it. So yeah, New Donk City, I spent some good time in. Um, the Sand Kingdom is really huge. So I spent a lot of time in there too. Um, but sometimes, you know, I'm just like, okay, this place feels small. I'm not super into, like, I don't like swimming levels. So I'm never going to want to spend more time than required in a swimming level. Does so anybody... I, I, I don't think so. Wolfenstein and thinking like, I hate this. I hate <sighs> swimming in every game except Abzu and Echo the Dolphin. Like, the, like other than that, like, I hate swimming. Please don't make me swim. I hate swimming, too. And as soon as I mean, I it's not that I didn't think this game would have a swimming level. But as soon as I hit the first like water kingdom, I was like, oh, God, Nintendo, really? You're still doing these? I was so stoked when there was like the path forked. And I was like, well, I'll just not do the swimming level. Excellent. <laughs> Great. And it was like, well, time to go back. And I was like, ah crap i would have just gone yeah. out of the way if i'd known um I, I have a bunch of questions from listeners we're going to get to all of them but first we want to take a quick break first up i want to tell you about zip recruiter not you personally allegra i hope that oh okay applied to you because this is about finding uh great people to hire uh with zip recruiter you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click and then zip recruiter is going to put its smart matching technology to work actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting, so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them, no matter what. They can try to hide. They can try to, to flee the country. It doesn't matter. ZipRecruiter is going to hunt them down and give them a job. It's no wonder that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. And you can find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by a ton of businesses. Uh, if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control, you're going to be able to post jobs for free if you use that uh, URL. And one more time, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash control. Also, this week, you want to try this new Mario game, but you're not sure you're going to like it? Well, that's silly. Um, it, it is very highly regarded, but there's probably other games that fit that criteria. And for them, there is Gamefly. You can save money and play more games with Gamefly, where you can buy and rent all of your favorite games. Maybe you rent the new Mario 
and you say, I really enjoy this, good news. You can, you can buy it from from Gamefly. There's over 9,000 titles to choose from, and they have movies now, uh, which is cool. You can keep them as long as you want, and you never have to worry about late fees, and you can cancel any time. So uh, you got nothing to lose. Go to Gamefly.com slash quality control and start your free premium 30-day trial today that lets you check out two games or movies at a time, and you can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash quality control. Okay, uh, I have a bunch of questions from listeners. They are varying quality, but uh, I'm going to start with a good one from David Pemberton. How is the co-op? My partner and I are constantly looking for new games we can play with, not against each other. Is playing as Cappy fun? Uh, okay, so the co-op I have mixed feelings about. I did a stream with our social media manager, Ashley O. So if you want to see me try out the co-op, it's on the Polygon YouTube channel. But I will say that the co-op is not an ideal way to actually try and beat the game. So basically, one person is Cappy and one person is Mario. And Cappy can just do whatever he wants, um, which as the primary like attack mechanic, it can be very frustrating because it ends up being that Mario can't really do anything unless the person controlling Cappy wants to, or Mario ends up just like inhabiting a random taxi cab instead of the thing that you actually want him to be. So it ends up kind of being like competitive instead of cooperative. Um, So I wouldn't recommend that for like an initial playthrough that's serious and meant to go through the main campaign, but it's, it's fun when you're just like playing with your friend and you want to dick around. Uh, this is from Travis. What's your go-to outfit? Do you tailor the outfit to the kingdom? I really like the wedding dress, the the peach wedding dress, and I like the Waluigi hat. I like to pair those together, but I often like pick up new outfits when I go to each kingdom, so I'll, I'll try those on for a little bit, but I always go back to that wedding dress with the Waluigi hat. Um, how uh, uh here's a question from mike who says is this game too easy i feel like it's too easy i don't think it's that easy there are definitely like modes to make it easier but that does feel like very unnecessary when you play with the assist mode on it feels like okay this is literally for babies who can't read um but i think the main difficulty level can actually offer a challenge sometimes, especially in some of the boss battles. And I don't find it to be like too easy. It's not insanely difficult, but not boringly easy. Um, this is from Justin McElroy. How good is that? Let's do the Odyssey song. Cause I think it's very good. Um, I love that song. It is one of my favorite songs of the year. It is a song of 2017, like not even in video games, just in popular music. Yeah, I've, it's like a slam. It's a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Nelson, who says, "Is handheld mode not practical? Are worse image and fewer control options deal breakers?" I played the game in handheld mode a lot, actually, because I prefer handheld mode in general. I think it's fine. Uh, I really do like the motion controls in this game, which you can still do in handheld. But is that it's, true? I've had like yeah. I mean, you you can shake your console but i don't do that so when i'm playing in handheld i don't really do the motion controls and i like the motion controls a lot so the ideal is definitely playing it on a tv with the detached joy cons but i think handheld's perfectly fine see i hate doing that too i I hate that as well i want to just play um yeah I, i i i i don't know i'm not a fan of it so i've not even like tried the motion controls do they really like add something or is it just 
there are certain things you have to do with motion, which is usually like throwing Cappy in like a very specific, precise direction. Um, and I love doing this homing attack that he does where he just kind of like spins. It's really, really, really fun to do that. And you can only do it by like flicking the joy cons. So I think that's like super fun and crucial for my enjoyment, but it's not a huge difference or deal breaker. Uh, do uh do you think that uh that Tony is a square old man? Now let me give you some context. <laughs> I feel weird about Mario driving a tank. Does this mean I'm a square old man? <laughs> I love Mario driving a tank. So yes. I mean, I don't want to call anyone a square old man. I don't, but I really really love Tank Mario. I'm a huge fan. Uh Chris says, "How does the game deal with the directionlessness?" that is a problem in many sandbox games. It definitely has way more direction than most open world sandboxy kind of things. Um, like it, to compare it to Zelda, which also has, you know, a pretty sandboxy structure. I've been one of the main, you know, divine beasts in that game after 35 plus hours versus Mario. I'm, you know, I went through all the kingdoms. I went very straightforward through. Um, you can you can spend as much time as you want in those kingdoms, obviously, but it's pretty guided in the sense of, okay, you have to hit these points in order to finish out the kingdom and move on. And you want to move on. So I think it's definitely not as open-ended as a, a Breath of the Wild or a legitimate open-world game. Um, cool. Well, Allegra, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you, Justin. I love talking with you. Uh, well, that's very kind of you to say. Uh, you can read Allegra and Phil's review uh, at polygon.com. Just click on reviews and you'll see it. There's a lot of other good stuff there. It's a busy time of year. So uh, make sure you go read everything and make sure you click on all the ads so we get rich. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, but uh, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, for Allegra Frank, my name is Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control.